Hey, Unexplained Ones, this is Dr. Mounts, and thanks for tuning in to All Things Unexplained, where we talk about everything from Bigfoot to UFOs to astrophysics and everything in between. So if that sort of thing is for you, make sure to follow us wherever you podcast, along with a review and a rating. It takes a lot to get All Things Unexplained on the air, and this podcast is made possible by listeners like you. You can support the show by checking us out on Linktree at A-T-U Podcast. That's A-T-U Podcast. There you'll find links to all our socials. You can support us on Venmo. You can purchase your official All Things Unexplained merchandise. And you can even book us on Cameo. And now, let's get to the show. Previously on All Things Unexplained. Expert coming on, Chris O'Brien. The perfect person to have come on and talk to us about cattle mutilation. This all has a very X-Files feel to it to me. Now that we've got law enforcement involved in Texas, and I think that's part of the fascination too, right? Well, there's other there's other things here. You want to let me blow your mind? Things Unexplained, hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. Well, there's other there's other things here. You want to let me blow your mind? I find that when you have uh, waves of UFO sightings, uh, strange things are going on alongside that. Whether it's weird weather, aberrant social behavior, um, coincidental, uh, just strange events in the culture, and right, a hop, skip, and a jump away from where you know the the Madison County. Mutilation occurred. This guy killed ten, or shot ten people, and killed five of his neighbors. That's just a, mm. within a stone's throw of where the cow was found. Uh, it's, uh, same in Oklahoma. You had um, a case out outside of uh, uh, Lawton, Oklahoma, and it's it's not as close as the other case. But you had the uh, the other case where the little kid shot seven of his seven people i don't know if it was a family or but it was just a few days later that we had this other case where uh seven people were shot um i had a case where we had a wave of ufo sightings we had mutilations and right at the height of this the weekend at the height of this uh there was a wedding of a kind of a socialite family uh in in the san luis valley and and their daughter was getting married and, and the younger sister was the maid of honor. And they had the, the wedding and the maid of honor ended up grabbing a knife and killing her sister, knifing her sister to death at the wedding. Holy. Uh, so there, there's oftentimes there are attendant inexplicable societal events that occur along with weird weather 
um, strange breakouts of 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 blight. Uh, we had one that same weekend that the the girl got knifed. We had a bunch. We had a dozen fires, including some really strange uh, uh, fires that were never explained. So. I think that that's important uh, to note that uh, there seems to be some sort of correlation between some of these strange aberrant uh, events in conjunction with uh, with the the appearance of these cattle cases. What do you think the link is? I, I have no idea. Well, I, I want to know. I want to know what, what what do you think the link is, and which usually comes first? It, it's like something in the air. <laughs> Some some weird vibe. <laughs> yeah. That's what Eric Bard, the lead investigator of Skinwalker Ranch, he told us, Chris, he would love to find a common thread to all these anomalous right. events that are happening yeah. there. And what you just told us r- reminds me so much of the description of the biblical plagues Yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just one thing after another. Yeah. So I want to go back real quick to the two theories that you shared with us, and I believe you have more, but the two that you have shared so far is this possibility that people are looking for signs of radiation or mad cow disease. Well, it, it, environmental environmental, uh, environmental elements that, uh, that could right. get into the food chain. So the theory is somebody is taking these cows apart to look for signs of this Mm -hmm. and they're mutilating them in such a way to get us off the scent of what they're doing do you think it's some sort of government cover-up yeah i think that the government's involved uh, putting uh possibly red herring cases uh possibly cases to find out uh let's say let's say they have figured out what they're looking for maybe when when a case or two happens and they go and they look for it too so it could be an attendant alongside phenomenon, and it can be possibly subterfuge to keep people like myself and other investigators back on our heels and keep us confused by giving us red herring cases. Uh, I, I, I do think that there's there's a lot of patty cake going on. There's some, some game playing that's happening mm-hmm. here. Uh, I've had enough of these cases and, and seen them unfold. Uh, in, in, in seeing the various uh, types of handiwork, very few of these cases are drained of blood, number one. Uh, very few of these cases, if hardly any, are cut with high heat. You hear cookie cutter incisions. We only have a handful of cases like that. These are, are descriptions that are being used by certain investigators to mystery monger cases to make them appear to be uh, alien perpetrated and high strange and to ratchet up the mysterious aspect of these things when the average case doesn't have anything to do with any of those descriptions that I mentioned. I've had ranchers tell me, look, they drained this thing of, of blood. And I said, uh, <clears throat> come on, roll up your sleeves and give me a hand and we'll take the thing <laughs> and we'll flip it over and any of the orifices on, uh, on the, you know, the cut cuts on the upper, upper side become faucets where all the fluids come rushing out because when mm. an animal dies, gravity pulls all the blood to the bottom of the body cavity and you can't see it. It's only when you cut into the meat and find gray colored meat 
or maybe slightly pinkish that um, that you can determine that the animal's been drained of fluids and 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 you know the constituents that go into blood, the hemoglobin and the red blood cells and the serum and and, and what have you. Um, I have had cases that were drained of blood, but out of 200, it's only a handful. So okay. uh, many of these cases are dropped from a considerable height. I'm sorry, the, the, the animal has been dropped from a considerable height? Dropped, yeah. Yeah, these animals are being picked up, taken somewhere, experimented on, and then brought back and dropped in a different part of the pasture. That's why you never find clues is because they don't drop them where they pick them up from and what they do is they drop them elsewhere so wherever they drop them you can't find any any sort of clues or crime scene evidence because they're in the wrong place <laughs> and that you know what that's what i wonder too they said the madison county sheriffs gave us so much information and, and so many details what did they not tell us yeah well i i can't I don't know how proficient these guys are in in, in uh, doing this type of investigative work. It is it is a little specialized. Well, it makes me think of what you just said, Chris, about, and this is mind-blowing, by the way, that some of these animals show signs of being dropped from very high oh, heights, yeah. like yeah. broken uh, bones and that sort of thing. And Again, a, a dog would hear, a dog would be scared by that, would be roused by that, I would think. Not necessarily. Uh... A cow dropping from large, uh, from up in the sky, that's going to make a noise when it hits. I mean, these ranch dogs can... Um, they generally don't drop them back uh, near the ranch house. Uh, so, oh, okay. I mean, I have had cases where, you know, the animal was supposed to be two miles away, five fence lines away, and was dropped on the mm. porch. <laughs> and they didn't hear anything, so... <laughs> um, it, you know, when you find animals that we we cut into one and and uh, you know I had the vet come you know came out and did a a cursory uh, necropsy and he found that all the ribs had been broken off right next to the spine as if the animal had been dropped from a considerable height. I've had animals with twisted necks, broken horns. In fact, uh, one of the cases in Oklahoma both the horns were snapped off and you can only do that if you drop the animal from you know anywhere from 10 15 feet or above so okay we're taking aliens off the table for a moment we're now thinking that somebody in the government is picking these cows up somehow taking them somewhere and then dropping them from a helicopter over i mean how or it could be the beef industry or a private industry. Yeah, or a private industry or the National Institutes of Health or uh, the Center for Disease Control. Uh, so what kind, of, what kind of vehicle do they use to drop these things off that's not heard? It would be, it would be, uh, we've had almost 400 helicopter sightings in and around mutilation sites in close proximity to mutilation mm -hmm. cases. Uh, and I personally have seen helicopters that were completely silent uh hmm. and i've had i had one case where the rancher he heard the thumping sound of something hitting his roof it was late at night and he got up and he he looked out and his his trees were <laughs> whipping around 
He said, you know, what's going on? We're not supposed to have any wind tonight. So he went outside and the big cottonwood trees uh, next to his house were whipping around because right above them was this huge helicopter, not a little one, a big, you know, a big one. And he could hear the sound of the blades cutting through the air, but there was absolutely no engine sound. And this thing was whipping that tree and knocking branches off. They were hitting this roof and then it flew away. He went out the next morning and four of his cows were mutilated. Wow. And, you know, CJ, there absolutely are purported silent helicopters. I can't remember what they call them, black um, black helicopters, something like that, or dark helicopters. And CJ and Chris, you'll appreciate this. A friend of uh, CJ of mine, I won't say his name, but he plays volleyball with us. He has noticed, an ex-military man, he noticed that, okay, yeah, I hear Blackhawks go over every night at like 3 a.m. And I and I hear them too. I hear them come over here, right? But, and what are they doing? We don't know. But you know what? We never get up and go outside and look either. Yeah, but you hear them. We do. But what about right? the ones we don't hear? <laughs> well, uh, McDonnell Douglas, they had a, an ad that they used to play for uh, conferences and uh and when they went out uh, to sell, you know, to approach different municipalities who were buying helicopters, and they had an ad, and it's a dog on the porch facing you, and you can hear all the, you know, sounds of the environment, and behind the dog is a helicopter comes down, and it hovers there for a minute, and then it goes back up. And the person operating the camera goes, you know, kind of says something to the dog and says, come on. And the dog comes over and the dog never noticed the helicopter that was maybe 30 feet away, 40 feet away. And then the tagline is somebody, some people say there's no such thing as silent helicopters. And it's like, wow. we, we beg to differ or, uh, <laughs> you know. They haven't. They haven't seen ours. <laughs> it would definitely explain people seeing, you know, beams of light come down at the same time as these cattle mutilations or what have you. It's just also crazy to me. It seems like there's no straightforward answer. Of no, no. This is exactly what it is. And Chris, at some point, I've thought to myself, maybe you're a double agent. <laughs> maybe you are working for the government and you're trying to throw us off the scent because you know more about aliens. No, no. Cue the X-Files. We'll save that for closed session. Some of that, I think, sir, we'll save for closed session. I've never worked for the government. I don't plan on working for the government. It's exactly what somebody else said on our show, and I question him, too. <laughs> uh, I'm a, a private individual. I, 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 can't, uh, I can't say that if I, you know, you can't. It's like if somebody asks you if you're a cop, that you got to admit if you are right you can't say no and continue being a cop undercover no i'm i'm not i i wish i was then i'd be getting paid <laughs> i'm only teasing you i'm only teasing you <laughs> so cj this is very interesting headline may 12th 2022 this is on cuttingdynamics.com the mystery of the stealth black hawk helicopter so we're all aware of the Blackhawks 
used for disaster assistance, rescue mi missions, military operations, more. But one thing that almost nothing is known about is the military's secret stealth Black Hawk. Mm. So very interesting that was headlined last year. Okay, there you go. Yeah, they've been around for a while, and they've they have it's called Whisper Mode. It's a whisper mode that they have that uh, a lot of helicopters have it now. The completely silent ones wow. have noise cancellation. What they do is they have speakers that broadcast the exact opposite sound of the engine. And when they play it, it cancels out the engine sound. And it's similar to the way uh, uh, wild. visual cloaking works uh, in a similar way, but visually. My goodness. And we have a listener named Tamara that says this reminds her of the movie Nope. Yeah. There was <laughs> mutilation items. Have you seen that, Chris? I have. I have. Yeah. I, I'm a big Jordan Peele fan. It was a very interesting take on the UFO phenomenon. I don't think CJ has seen that yet. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> haven't. <laughs> well, there weren't mutilations. They When they sucked up all the people, they ground them up. Uh, they didn't mutilate them. Yeah, they... it's not for me. Um, so we've, we've learned so much in this show about cattle mutilation. And what would you say to those people that are out there coming up with their own theories, wild or not. You've now had a lot of experience in this field. What would be your advice to those of us? Well, my advice would be to, to don't believe what the pop culture versions and, and the, the people that have an agenda uh, in terms of, of promoting their own personal theories. I, I have an open mind and attempt to look at this as objectively and dispassionately as I can. And I, I'm being intellectually honest. I'm, I'm not, I'm not putting all my chips, you know, in one basket, so to speak. And, um, and running around looking for, for proof of in data that supports my particular pet theory. Uh, stay away from people like that. Uh, buy my book. If you're interested in the, in the mystery, I mean, Stalking the Herd is the only real objective book that's been written examining this whole whole thing. And and it's you know it was 900 pages, uh, and I had to cut 300 pages out. So it's it's a complete case history of the phenomenon, or as complete as I could make it. And um, it it looks at our relationship with cattle, and it looks at the possible rationale of why somebody or something is going around doing this to cattle and uh, i get into the the history of all the theories like the theory of of satanists and cults actually is because of ufology j mm. allen hynek and jerome clark yes. and kevin randall in 1973 convinced the bureau of alcohol tobacco and firearms uh, to listen to these two Texas inmates who claimed that they were part of a Satanist group that was uh, responsible for mutilating cattle. And uh, it turns out they just were trying to get get into a medium or minimum security prison instead of a maximum security prison where they were and figuring if they came up with this story, they could possibly uh, get, you know, for their help, be moved to a 
you know, a nicer facility. And it turns out that their story didn't didn't hold up, and they, you know, they got busted for just BSing, basically. We haven't gotten busted for that on our show yet, but it's coming, I can tell. <laughs> well, what happened was that the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, uh, at the behest of J. Allen Hynek, sent every county sheriff in this country a memo saying, watch out for cultists and, and Satanists who are probably the ones responsible for mutilating cattle. And now, mm. 40 years late, 50 years later, uh, the first headline you'll see is cultists blamed for mutilations. Right. And it all stems from that. There was no talk of Satanists or devil worshipers and cattle mutilations through the early 70s. It wasn't until the uh, uh, this this uh, guy named Donald Flickinger, who was a BA. ATF agent who was listening to Heineck, he's the one that sent the memo out. And then after that, all the sheriffs, you know, they said, well, if the, you know, if the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms guys thinks it's Satanist, that must be, you know, that must be it. And so when the newspaper would call about the local rancher getting his his mutilation case, they go, well, we're, we're looking out for them Satanists. And and it just it, it became this this meme that has echoed through the culture for fifty years now. Um, so yeah. I, I trace back all the potential explanations. I trace it all back to where it comes from. It's it's fascinating. It took me a long time to to put together. I, I worked on this book for twenty two years, and it took me eighteen months to write. So. Uh, it is objective. It doesn't have a, an agenda. It attempts to the best of my ability to present the facts as accurately and dispassionately as I possibly can. Um, I, I, it's not a coffee table book full of, you know, bloody, colored, salacious pictures. Well, that's promising. And so just for our listeners that are listening on the podcast, this is Chris O'Brien that we're chatting with. And what is the website that people could go to to purchase this book? Um, we we'll just go to Amazon uh, is uh, okay. and just put in Stalking the Herd. Uh, ever since I did the Tucker Carlson show, the book's been flying off the shelves. So uh, oh. get, yours, get yours in. Yeah, I, I, did, I did. Get yours today. I, I was expecting a real a boatload of flack for doing it but um a lot of ranchers and farmers listen to tucker carlson so it's an apolitical subject and so i figured hey let's right. you know they they offered to have me on so you know let me uh, get out there and try to communicate directly with the uh, you know <laughs> millions of people um yeah I, i'm really attempting to uh be a good investigator and uh, be a good researcher and and not and not cloud the issue with my own uh, judgments and 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 my own uh, particular pet theories. Well, we appreciate that, and we certainly appreciate you jumping on here with us. I'm not sure how far Tim and I could have gotten just uh, talking yeah. on our own about cattle mutilation. We were pretty much at the end. Yeah, we were like, all right, it's been five minutes, and that's all that we know. So thank goodness you you saved the day there. Well, thank you to those that gave us comments and questions this evening. And um, please do send us your questions your way on all of our social media pages. Chris's story, you know, it made me think 
how I'm so skeptical every time I read in the news about when a certain group gets blamed for doing something because talking about the Satanists, I had these devoutly religious Pentecostal friends growing up. But one weekend they went out in the woods, this old abandoned kind of uh, shack out there, and they just spray painted, you know, all the satanic things they could think of all over the place. And the news kind of picked up on it somehow. Next thing you know, boom, all over the headlines, Satanist running amok in the woods, <laughs> sacrificing animals, you know, all yeah. this stuff. And it and it was the devoutly religious Pentecostal friends of mine. So it's like, you just don't ever know. You never but, know. But no. friends you keep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they've grown on, they've gone on to be successful people, but yeah. you never know. So we appreciate having Chris O'Brien on the show with us tonight. Thank you so much. As we like to say, you know, we had somebody tell us the skies are not classified. The woods so far are not classified. You know, we can collect our own data, get off our phones, get off our screens, look up into the skies, look out into the woods. Don't be afraid to collect your own data. Yeah, good good point. If you, if you do uh, discover something, be sure to notify um, CJ and uh, Dr. Mounts and they will get in get touch me. with me. And, yeah, okay, they, there you go. <laughs> and, they, and they will get in touch with me. Uh, I made the mistake of giving out my uh, email address one time and we had a bunch of cases happen and I just, mm. it, it took me weeks to catch up with all my email and well, stuff. Well, so. <laughs> you used to mention that, Chris, we just did a show with Travis Walton the one and only, and the producer of his documentary, and she accidentally gave out my cell phone number to everybody Live. in the universe. Live to everybody. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, well. <laughs> so I've been getting some unique uh, unique messages here lately. Yeah, Jen, Jen deserves a little spanking for that, boy. <laughs> I've, I've, I've known Travis and, and uh, Jen Stein for a lot of years, so. Oh, really? They were, they were amazing. Don't get me wrong. They were amazing. Yes. Yeah, they were fantastic, though. They were so fun to have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Gosh, this, I'm telling you, this circle is small between the Skinwalker Ranch and, yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, she may be coming through North Carolina this summer. Yeah. Stay yeah. the night at CJ's house. I'm not making <laughs> yes. this up and, and doing a true. screening for us of yeah. the Travis documentary the and, and some local MUFON yeah. folks. Well, you had two cases right outside of Fort Bragg down there, uh, Fayetteville, uh, fairly recently. So, you've, and those are, I think, the second and third case ever reported in North Carolina. So we're gonna have to do some research. And it's a creepy place. I just drove through Fayetteville yeah. this past weekend. All right. Well, again, thank you so much. This has been super yep. enlightening, and we appreciate you answering all of our questions and sharing Certainly. your knowledge. Certainly. And for everybody tuning in, stay happy, stay strange, and keep listening to All Things Unexplained. Good night, everybody. Until next time. You've been listening to All Things Unexplained. If you liked this podcast, please do give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. If you would like to hear more All Things Unexplained, be sure to follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our show depends on the support of listeners like you. Find us on Venmo under the business accounts at Bigfoot UFO. If you can't get enough of us, please check us out at allthings-unexplained.com. 
A special thanks to our producer, director, sound mixer, editor, and the man who wears far too many hats. No, seriously, he wears a lot of hats. Dr. Tim Mounts. Without you, we couldn't keep the lights on. Thanks for listening to All Things Unexplained.